I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This morning, last-minute blitz. Leaders hit key seats as polling day approaches. The PM spruiking the lowest unemployment rate in decades. The man accused of murdering schoolgirl Charlize Mutton hit with fresh charges. Victoria's triple zero failures exposed, the system set to be overhauled. A bizarre chase on the Gold Coast, a man runs into a swamp to escape police. And Aussie swimmer Zach Stubblety Cook smashes a world record. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The countdown is on. Leaders are hitting the campaign trail one last time in a final push to sway voters. Scott Morrison's received a boost, the unemployment rate dropping to its lowest level in almost 50 years. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra now. Good morning, Taylor. What's on the agenda today? Well, Jody, the final blitz is on as both leaders try and visit as many marginal seats as possible before polls close tomorrow evening. Overnight, Scott Morrison made the trip to Perth, where holding on to three Liberal seats will be critical to his re-election chances. Anthony Albanese, well, he spent the night in Canberra, but has announced he will be hitting three states before the all-important election day tomorrow. It comes as the unemployment rate hit a new low yesterday, three 3.9%, its lowest point in almost 50 years. It is lowest in WA, sitting at 2.9%. Tasmania and New South Wales also below the national rate, while the rest of the country sits, uh, sits around the low 4% mark. For the first time since 1974, unemployment in this country once again has a three in front of it. We always welcome, of course, uh, unemployment figures. We want to be as low as possible. Meanwhile, a last-minute legal challenge has been lodged by the high-profile independent candidate Monique Ryan. She's challenging the Australian Electoral Commission after it was revealed some people who had tested positive to COVID-19 would be unable to vote in tomorrow's election. Only people who had tested positive after Tuesday will be able to vote via phone, despite thousands of others still being in their week's isolation period if they caught it earlier. They're now fighting for special leave in the federal court to have the case heard today. Jody, Should be an interesting weekend, Taylor. Thank you. 
The man who allegedly murdered schoolgirl Charlize Mutton has been hit with more charges. Charlize was on a Blue Mountains holiday with her mother when she went missing in January. Her body was later found inside a barrel. Justin Stein, her mother's fiancé, was charged with murder and now faces a further eight charges, including possession of child abuse materials and guns. He will face court today. A driver found dead with more than 50 kilograms of cocaine in Newcastle, that's a diver rather, has been identified as Brazilian national Bruno Borges. The 31-year-old was wearing special diving equipment, including a mask that doesn't emit bubbles at the time of his death. His body was recovered along with the drugs, estimated to be worth more than $20 million. Victoria's triple zero call service Esther will undergo sweeping changes after a report revealed serious shortfalls have led to deaths and delays. The scathing review says the system failed Victorians at the height of the pandemic. The state government has accepted all 20 recommendations. We're pleased with the report. It basically captures everything we've been advocating for. Some of the changes include rebranding the service as Triple Zero Victoria, dismantling its current board and shifting the agency to be part of the Department of Justice and Community Safety. Meanwhile, a parliamentary inquiry has revealed the dangerous extent of delays within WA's ambulance service, stopping short of recommending a government takeover but calling for urgent change. The report found triple zero calls increased by 22%, but staffing inside the call centre was too low, blowing out response times. Euthanasia is now legal across Australia after New South Wales became the last state to pass assisted dying laws. The laws affect people likely to die from a terminal illness within six months to a year whose suffering cannot be relieved. The people who have lost loved ones, the people who died waiting for a law of this kind. This bill is to honour them. The legislation will come into effect within 18 months. Rates could rise and a number of big projects in Brisbane will be paused or cancelled to help pay for the rebuilding effort from this year's devastating floods. The damage bill is three times that of the 2011 disaster at $660 million. And with more rain on the way this weekend, it's feared that figure could climb. Up to 70 millimetres is forecast to fall in three days as a trough forms off the coast. Chris Dawson's former schoolgirl lover has told a court she became his teenage sex slave after his wife vanished 40 years ago. The now 58-year-old witness spent the day being cross-examined, revealing Dawson told her his wife wasn't coming back and that she stayed in Lynn's bed from then on. She says she was also expected to cook, clean and become a stepmother to his children, all at the age of 18. A Gold Coast man has led police on a wild chase through swampland after allegedly fleeing the scene of an accident. The drama began at Oxenford on the M1 when a white Land Rover crashed into three other cars. The driver took off before pulling over and fleeing with his passenger. Police quickly captured a woman, but the man ran into a swamp and buried himself in mud. Polair spotted him using a heat detector, telling the police dog squad where to find him. Kathleen Folbig's ex-husband has condemned the news of another judicial inquiry into the deaths of their four children. Craig Folbig's lawyer says his client is sure she killed them, despite claims at least two died from a genetic defect. 
Every day, Tracy Chapman receives a call from prison. Her lifelong friend, Kathleen Folbeek, revealing she was elated. Her case is under review, but had prayed for more. Ultimately, Kath was hoping for a pardon. I mean, she wants to come home now. The position of her former husband, the polar opposite. 20 years of pain. He is the victim in this matter. Craig Folbig's lawyer, Danny Ede, says his client is dismayed. 20 years of inquiry after inquiry after inquiry. And how did he find out? It was told by the media that there was going to be a, a press release. Kathleen Folbig was convicted of the murders of their three children and manslaughter of one. But the government has launched an inquiry under Tom Bathurst QC after breakthrough scientific evidence of a possible genetic cause. There is a very highly plausible explanation that the cause of their demise was genetic. It's not just about Kathleen Folbig anymore. This is going to help so many other families worldwide. Kathleen Folbig supporters say they can understand the doubts and concerns within the community. Four deaths from three separate causes. But they're confident the Bathurst inquiry will find cause to completely exonerate her. They say internationally 150 children have died from this gene mutation, arguing rare deaths can happen. Two members in the one family can be suffering from two different types of cancers. Danny Ede says Craig doesn't buy the science, citing the evidence of her diaries as proof she was a serial killer. Beyond any doubt. And she was cold and clinical. No emotions at all. Those diaries are inescapable. Chris Reason, 7 News. Police are hunting for a gang of burglars believed to be responsible for four separate ram raids across Adelaide this week. Their latest attack was on a recycling yard in the city's north, demolishing the entryway, stealing a safe and torching their stolen ute. Detectives believe these are the same thieves who tried to raid a supermarket yesterday. A Perth diver has had a terrifying encounter with a shark, the creature slamming into him while he was cleaning a boat. The 20-year-old was able to scare off the three-and-a-half-metre beast by pulling off his dive mask. Now I've gone to have a look back and all of a sudden I've seen this big head, big fat head maybe. It was a decent size, about two foot thick. You wear regulator scuba diving, so I've taken that out of my mouth and just... Uh, you hold up free flow because sharks hate bubbles, apparently. Must have worked for me. He wasn't injured, just a little shaken up. Police are scaling back the search for a grandfather lost in Victoria's high country. The rescue effort will now consist of an aerial search and use of off-road motorbikes to scour the remote location. 70-year-old Christo was last seen near Dinner Plain on Friday. There's new hope for millions of people who suffer ringing in the ears. A new high-tech test is working well and patients hope it's a big step towards a cure. The debilitating, excruciating sounds of tinnitus. My head sounds like a power station of noise, it really is. For millions of sufferers, the brain disorder is relentless. The condition often starts with ear damage and progresses. It's affected my sleep um, because there's, you can't get away from the noise. There's no cure for the hissing, buzzing or fizzing sounds that plague sufferers. But now there finally is hope. It would potentially help millions of people worldwide. In a breakthrough trial, the Bionics Institute used an infrared testing cap on 100 patients. Researchers managed to accurately detect and measure mild to severe tinnitus. Even just being able to 
show uh, with certainty that you have tinnitus, a big step um, for a condition that's otherwise invisible. It's hoped the technology will be widely used to measure the effectiveness of tinnitus treatments. It's quite validating to, to be told, yeah, you do, I can see that you've got tinnitus and it, and it, is, it is severe. You're not making this up. Jackie Quist, 7 News. Luxury is the word of the day on the Gold Coast as this year's International Boat Show gets underway at Sanctuary Cove. An $18 million super yacht will be making its debut at the event, featuring five cabins, a jacuzzi and a sky lounge. The boat show is predicted to rake in $400 million to the local economy. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading down this morning, down 170 points. The Nasdaq is slightly up. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords lost 123 points. The ASX 200 down 118. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,842 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 109 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 70.66 US cents, 90 Japanese yen and $1.10 New Zealand. US President Joe Biden has thrown his support behind Sweden and Finland joining NATO. The president welcomed the leaders of both nations to the White House after they submitted their applications to become members of the Defence Alliance. And having two new NATO members in the high north will enhance the security of our alliance and deepen our security cooperation across the board. Their bids come in response to Russia's war in Ukraine. The first Russian soldier to admit to war crimes in Ukraine is asking for forgiveness. The 21-year-old made the plea in a Kyiv court after admitting he shot dead an unarmed 62-year-old man riding a bicycle. Asked by the man's widow if he repented, the soldier said he was sorry but would understand if she could not forgive him. He's facing life in prison. Prince Charles has been confronted by Indigenous leaders in Canada calling on the Queen to apologise for a church abuse scandal. Many Indigenous children died or suffered abuse when they were placed in church schools back when Canada was a British colony. Prince Charles reportedly acknowledged failures during the conversation at a Jubilee reception. Today is the final day of the Royals' three-day tour of Canada. And the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have arrived at the London premiere of Top Gun Maverick. William and Kate were escorted down the red carpet by Tom Cruise. It's not the first time they've seen the blockbuster, with Cruise treating the Cambridges to a special screening after learning William was a huge fan of the original film. In sport, after initially ruling himself out of the World Championships in Budapest, Carl Chalmers has given every indication he'll now represent Australia at the event. Chalmers says it would make sense to compete. The decision would take a spot off Cody Simpson, having finished third in the 100-metre butterfly. Well, you can't make me out to be the villain, right? Unfortunately, I started out as a butterfly and I've been swimming um, this past 12 years and wanting to... I've been on the team now for eight years. It's unfortunate that it probably takes Cody's spot away. Meanwhile, an incredible result overnight for Zach Stubblety-Cook. The Olympic gold medalist smashed the world record in the men's 200-metre breaststroke finals, becoming the only man to go under the two-minute and six-second barrier. 
The suspension of James Rowbottom has forced Swans coach John Longbottom to make one change for tonight's match against Carlton at Marvel Stadium. Longbottom named Colin O'Riordan as Rowbottom's replacement as the midfielder serves a one-match rough conduct charge. The Blues are 7-2 and two to begin the year, the best start to an AFL season since 1996. You can catch all the action of tonight's blockbuster live on 7. Despite the late scratching of Adam Reynolds, the Broncos recorded their fifth consecutive win overnight, beating the Knights 36-12. The rub of the green didn't go Newcastle's way. The bunker ruling Dane Gagai had dropped the ball over the line. It wasn't the only contentious call. Clune appeared to be obstructed from making a tackle, the bunker ruling otherwise. Meanwhile, Selwyn Cobbo further pushed his case for an origin jumper, scoring two tries with 223 run metres. Cameron Smith is well-placed after the opening round of the PGA Championship. The world number four carded an opening round 68 to be three shots off the leader. 15-time major champion Tiger Woods had his struggles finishing the day at four over. Tiger makes it. Two big bogey putts the last two holes. His 17th and 18th hole, which was number eight and nine on the golf course. Difficult second nine. Rory McIlroy currently leads the PGA Championships at five under. Two lucky Aussies became multi-millionaires overnight, but they might not know it yet. There were only two Division I winners in last night's Powerball draw, so the $80 million jackpot will be split between them. They bought their tickets at Fairfield in Sydney's West and Brimbank in Melbourne. The winning numbers were 15, 34, 5, 11, 28, 8 and 27, and the Powerball number was three. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs will gain moisture from southeasterly winds, causing showers on the east coast to become heavier and spread inland across Queensland and northern New South Wales. A high will lead to a chilly morning and a generally dry day in southern New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania and South Australia. Troughs in WA will trigger thundery rain inland. Around the capitals today, showers increasing in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees. Showers and 20 in Sydney. Partly cloudy heading for 15 in Canberra. Partly cloudy as well in Melbourne, a top of 16. Hobart, cloudy and 14 degrees. Adelaide, mostly sunny, heading for 18. Perth, a shower or two with a top of 21. And Darwin, sunny and 35 degrees.